Welcome to the Void Podcast. This podcast is produced by Void Podcast LLC and presented by Sean McKnight and Jenny Miller. We've produced some bonus content, such as long-form episodes for each season, as well as having conducted interviews with some of our cast members. We bring to you now an excerpt episode of one of those interviews. You can watch the entire interview online through our Patreon page by visiting void-podcast.com and then by clicking on the Patreon link in the menu. Thanks again for listening to Void. We hope you enjoyed this interview excerpt. All right, so I am joined by Amy Teresa, who plays the part of Regina Rex. So uh, thank you for joining me, Amy. So um, I wanted to start with, um, where are you from originally? Like, are you from Pennsylvania? Are you from somewhere else? Like, where are you from? Originally, uh, uh, no, I, uh, Pennsylvania. I've lived in Pennsylvania pretty much all of my life. I lived in New Jersey for a little bit, but um, Pennsylvania my whole life, and I live in Westchester now. Um, yeah, I, li- I live, lived in Drexel Hill for a little bit. For, that's where I grew up, and then moved out to Westchester. We basically grew up in the same Pennsylvania area. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. What, what kind of like, what was your family like? What, uh, like, uh, what did your parents do? Were they kind of an influence on you as far as becoming an actor, or like, what were their like? What was what, what did they do? What was home life like? Uh so uh, really interesting. Um, so my my dad worked for uh, a scientific manufacturing company, and uh, my mom was always wor- uh, worked in banks most of her career and it was always interesting because my mom went back to school at night um when i was a kid so my dad used to get us all ready for dinner and everything and um mom would you know come in eat and then like go to classes and stuff so she was always working a lot and then she took classes so she kind of got her degree after she had kids um so my dad took a lot of like time with us but what was interesting is my dad always did theater he did community theater and he would like rehearse in the kitchen singing. Uh-huh. Um, so he'd like cook dinner and like, and sing show tunes for things <laughs> that either he was going to be auditioning for or like parts he was working on. Um, so he, he really uh, influenced my, uh, I guess, trajectory toward acting, you know, watching him. Uh, he got a lot of joy out of it. So your dad was the conduit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I would say, yeah, he was probably the conduit. And um, yeah, I, like my first show that I ever did, I got into uh, a show when I was like 12 at Drexel University. I did Peter Pan and I got to be a lost boy. Oh, and my cool. dad drove me down to rehearsal like a couple times a week and would sit there and wait. So <laughs> yeah, he really... Uh, did he, did he yeah. give you notes? Um, give me notes. He really didn't. He just, you know... Uh, he didn't really give me notes. You know, he just told me to like, you know, uh, yeah, just enjoy it, you know? Okay. So it was like, he didn't, he wasn't trying to like give you constant advice on what to do better or what to do different, what to practice or anything like that. No, no, he wasn't like that. He was just more about uh, like enjoying the experience. Nice. Yeah. So like supportive without being pushy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> both, nice. both my parents were always supportive about, um, theater do you have siblings yeah i have a sister yeah is your sister in acting too 
she was. Um, she did the shows in high school, but then um, she used to get like such terrible stage fright. She's got a tremendous voice, um, but she just had a real hard time getting over the stage fright. Like she used to have a bucket in the wings. For throwing up. <laughs> for throwing up, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so she sort of just couldn't, it, just the stage fright was just too much for her. She never got over it. She couldn't no, no. That. And I, I don't think she got the same type of um, satisfaction out of it that I did. So okay. she, she doesn't do that anymore. She's still, you know, she's still a great singer. And like, you know, she sings in the car. And like, sometimes if we're together, we turn up the music and we both sing at the top of our lungs. And that's pretty cool. Do you know when you're going back to when you were like growing up with your dad and stuff, do you know how old you were when you, when it kind of struck you that you wanted to be an actor? I would probably say like around 11 or 12, probably 12 when I did that first show um, at Drexel, that really did it for me because prior to that, I was very, very shy, um, very shy. And what I sort of, sort of like the impetus for that was we had to do these like grade school shows, like um, they throw you up on stage and they play music in the background, right? And you have to kind of sing, but they made me sing. I don't know what possessed anyone to actually try to make me sing something um, <laughs> because I was always really quiet. But then, you know, I, I, they gave me a song, they told me to sing and I just worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. And then I sang and like, people were like amazed that I could sing. So then, you know, I got into like theater hmm. and that was probably the most amazing experience of my life at that point. So being 12, it was just like, wow, we all do this and like we're, we're working together to make this show and it just stuck with me. Yeah. That was it. That was when you got bit that, by the I got bit then. And, and in every yeah. sense. And you can't get out. You just can't get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I fully understand that. Yes. Yeah, I understand that goes, that. Right. Um, so when you started then, so when you got bit, uh, how did you start? Were you, did you take classes then? Did, like how did you, how did you pursue it from that early age? Um, so really, I tried, I think I did like one or two classes, but then I really just kind of stuck with like the elementary school, school plays and then like high school plays. And, um, that was really it. I think I remember in like high school, I did some workshop where I got to go to the university of the arts for three weeks and I did that. And that was really eye opening. Um, and, uh, but that was really it. Like I'd kind of just, then I decided to go to school for theater, which mm. was where I got, where I got my education. I went to DeSales University. So, um, for theater and that's where I got, um, you know, the real education because at that point I was really unaware. I remember I went to, I was auditioning for schools to get, I tried, I auditioned for NYU mm. and, um, that was extremely eye-opening because those, those kids were really like working and they had been taking classes and had voice coaches. And then here I come and I'm, I've just been doing my school shows and like working with like the choir teacher and <laughs> uh, the, the school director and music person. I would work with them, but you know, these people had real training. So it was a, it was a shock. Was yeah. A, did, oh, so when you, when you went to that, did you, were you able to step back and go, and recognize that talent? Was it something that dawned on you? It's like you could see the education and the experience beyond what your scope was at that time? I, what I saw was, so it, 
what I saw was there were people, I'd never been in an audition like that, um, where there were so many people like practicing and warming up and like that, I don't, it's an intimidation thing too. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. holy moly, look at these people are like warming up. I, I never, I'm and, I, and even to this day, I, I still, sometimes if you go into auditions like that, you just have to like tune everyone else out, yeah. you know, because they're, they, they're doing their thing and you just do your thing. I wasn't, wasn't ready for that because we didn't, I didn't have that type of situation in my you know, high and yeah. you were taught that, that like they, never, they don't teach that kind of stuff. No, no, I, no. So I hadn't gone to any, uh, you know, so when I went to, uh, you know, college and then it became, okay, this is what it's like to audition. This is what it's like. This is like the real thing. This is the real thing. Yeah. yeah. So. so going back to that time then, who did you look at as influences? Like, like other, like actors that were on the screen, like in movies and stuff, TV or whatever. Like who did you look, who did you draw from as an influence around that time? Um, that's a really good question uh, because I I feel like one thing that uh, you know for me is I never really let those influence me if that makes what, any sense. What does that be another? Well, and here's the thing: it doesn't have to be another actor. It can be just somebody that you, that you saw that may have affected your acting or inspired you, you know, into the field. It doesn't have to be an actor. It'd be somebody else that you thought was inspirational at that time. Yeah, I um. We're nobody. That's okay too. Yeah, Don't I I'm, I kind of can't. <laughs> it was more like. Were there movies, or was there something like a, that that was you? I want to do that. Was there any of that kind of moment? I I remember going to Les Mis the first time, seeing Les Mis on um. Actually, I think it was just in Philadelphia, and uh, that had a huge impact on me. Okay. Um, and I remember, like, thinking to myself, God, it would be so amazing to do that every day, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it, it sort of had a weird effect on me. Like, I remember, like, crying about it for days mm. because it just seemed, like, unattainable, maybe? Mm, yeah, okay. it was it was a weird situation, but I would say like that was kind of one of those those moments that Im influenced me to kind of just I don't know like I, I something to overcome. I don't and I don't know if that's that's weird or not. Like I'm I'm trying to, but I never really looked. So for a long time, I was very theater focused. I never even thought about movies. So those were your first. Those were like the first roles you took were plays. Mostly that, only. I know that. I, well, I know that's how you started in school, but then after you went to college, you were still on that path of plays. Yeah. Okay. Real, and the only reason that I got into movies at all was because I kept seeing I needed a reel for auditions. And I'm like, <laughs> how the heck do I get a reel? Uh, so even for, play, even for plays, they require reels. Well, it, uh, so I was like in the community of like I just started like submitting. I guess for like Heary and things like that. Oh, okay. So okay. For, for legitimate casting offices. And, you know, right. they, I kept seeing like all of these websites like LA Casting and uh, Cast uh, Actors Access, all of them wanted a reel. Okay. So backstage, they were looking for reels. So I thought to myself, I'm like, I have to get a reel. And so that's when I got into <laughs> film. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> I, was, I was like, all right, well, in order to try to, 
I need to show, they want to see something. So that's what, that's how I got into, into film. I started doing basically to make a demo. That's interesting. Basically to make a reel. We hope you enjoyed that interview excerpt. Don't forget to visit our website at void-podcast.com and then click on the Patreon link to find more bonus content. Thanks again for listening. The Void theme song, Equilibrium in Turbulence, was composed and produced by David Parsons from Avid Wolf Music. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at void-podcast.com.